This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. We have a treat this week. Come up here, Omo. We're going to be blessed by the ministry through Omo Abaferin. And I, I'm happy to say, of course, she's my sister. Of course, she is a friend in Christ. But I'm privileged to say that she has a daughter, a spiritual daughter. And um, she's a very, very powerful woman of faith, a very deep lover of Jesus, and a devoted daughter to Father God, and extremely addicted to Holy Spirit (laughs) and how he ministers to her about both of them. So uh, you will be incredibly blessed, and I encourage you, Open, open your heart to the spirit of faith that flows through this woman. She has been very submitted to God from her childhood. And then from the moment she walked in the doors of this house. And um, it's quite extreme, the spirit of faith in her life. Thank you. Good evening. I, should have, I hope that was recorded. I need that for my resume. <laughs> So, um, I felt good. <laughs> you know, says in, um, I believe it was Psalms, that, you know, those who are planted in the courts of the Lord flourish. I know I'm, I'm flourishing because I allowed myself to be planted in this house. Uh, it's been a fun ride. <laughs> uh, and very, very thankful to Pastor Kathy for trusting me tonight. She actually has used the words, I trust you, I think you said implicitly. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, before I pray, I just want to talk a little bit. Um, This past few weeks, we've been talking about spirit-filled living. And just like you, you know, when you're listening to a series, you always ask Father God, what does that mean to me? And I've been asking him that for the past couple of weeks. And where he took me to is, what does that look like in you day to day? So I've been, you know, having that conversation with him. And um, so I'm going to first go to look for, bring out your books. Um, something about me, I, I believe in interactive conversation. So interact pretty much. <laughs> Say, man, yes, I see it, whatever. I just want to know you're there. Okay. That's good. Good practice. Okay. Let's go to Luke 4, verse 1. So we're talking about being spirit-filled, being filled with the Holy Spirit. What does that look like? We know Jesus was after his baptism. He tells us in Luke 4, 1 that Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. In that, it says full there. And something else you must know about me also. I love words. I mean, when I'm reading the Bible, I'm always... What does that mean, Father God? Holy Spirit, what word do you want me to look at more? And the word he told me to look into was that word full. And the word full there means thoroughly permeated, lacking nothing, perfect, covered in every part. And then if you go to um, the Passion Translation, Luke 4, one actually says Jesus was overflowing with the Holy Ghost. I mean, that gave me pause. I'm like, what would that look like for us? To be thoroughly 
covered, permeated, soaked, to the point where we're overflowing with the Holy Spirit. Anyways, that, that was Jesus. But for us, you know, we go to Acts 1-8. Were we there? Or was that too quick? Okay. <laughs> Acts, I mean, by now, we should have that memorized. We're Pentecostals, right? I know we say we're non-denominational, but in truth, we know we, we're all about the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Acts 1-8 says, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And then the next part tells us why. Because, I mean, there's all kinds of reasons where people want power. But it tells us why. So that we can be witnesses unto him. That's Jesus speaking. Both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, unto the utmost parts of the earth. That means in every area of our lives. In our day to day. We can be witnesses. And then I was like, wow. Witnesses. I mean, I remember when I got saved. I was like 16 in college and. They told us the thing you did was you went door to door and you knocked and told, told people about Christ. So I was like, surely, Papa, you mean more than that, right? And he says, yeah. Look again. Go look and see what that word witnesses mean. And one of the definitions for the word witness, Webster's Dictionary says, to be able to provide evidence of something. I was like, oh, gosh. That's a, we flip that stuff now. For me to be, to be filled with the Holy Spirit daily means I should be everywhere I go, I should be able to show evidence of Jesus. Evidence of Jesus, what? Whatever is needed in that situation. So, you know, I got excited. So I started talking. Father God, talk to me more. Talk to me more. And, you know, I started dreaming. What would it look like? That everywhere I go, I'll be able to show the evidence of Jesus overflowing through my life. And, one thing the Holy Spirit is so good. He's always talking. That's one thing I found out. I've been filled with the Spirit for a few years. I'm going to say a few years. I was filled when I was 18. But it was like six years ago in the Holy Spirit class with Terry that I found out the Holy Spirit is a very chatty Holy Spirit. I think it was like after the first class, and she said, when you're going home, talk to the Holy Spirit. Or listen to him for once, in my case. And all the way home, it was like a flood was opened up. Just Holy Spirit, just talking, talking, talking. I was like, so you've been this way all this time? That's, I mean, even right now, he's talking. It's up to us. Are we listening? Amen? So, so, uh, Father God told me, he said, it takes a heart. Of surrender to be totally filled that way. Because Jesus Christ was thoroughly permeated. He had to have said yes. We have to say yes. To be thoroughly permeated. So tonight. This is where I pray. I'm going to pray. That as I'm talking. The Holy Spirit will be talking to you. And he'll show you areas of your life. That he wants to cover. Areas you've held back. Maybe you know. We all have different reasons. But as he highlights them, I just thank you, Holy Spirit, that surrender happens in that area. And then you permeate. Because you want to thoroughly cover us. You want to thoroughly fill us so that we are overflowing with your presence everywhere we go. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you've started. Even before we came tonight, you knew this night was coming. Thank you for this beautiful setup. We say yes. 
to the areas you highlight to us now. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, like I said, the last couple of weeks I've been asking Father God, so, talk, you know, talk to me. What would it look like for me, day to day, be spirit-filled? And he gave me one word, and he said, trust. When Father God gives you a word, and it's just one word, he's not withholding good. I shared that last week. He's just wanting you to go, and... So I was like, okay, trust. And and he started building on that word over the last couple of weeks. And he told me, he said, just as no one allows total access unless they're surrounded, surrendered. No one surrenders unless they trust. So I was like, ah. So we need to surrender. But before we can surrender, we have to trust. Okay, trust what? And the funny thing, the picture I got was, you know how you have those corporate events where you have the team building events and it tells, now we're going to have trust falls. And you're rolling your eyes because <laughs> you know those people you work with. <laughs> this is supposed to build connection. But there's a reason they do the trust falls. It's supposed to make you trust your co-laborer. And the Holy Spirit was inviting us to do trust falls with him. Because he wants to build connection. When connection builds, trust builds. And I was like, okay, Papa, how, you know, keep asking, what, how, how do we get there? How do we get there? And he talked about, well, the only way you can trust somebody is if you know them. You don't meet a stranger and they go, hey, borrow me $100. I'll be right back. <laughs> you won't even listen to the rest of it because the first th- thought in your mind is, I don't know you. So there's no trust there. So how do you get to know the Holy Spirit? Easy. He says time. Time, time, time. You spend time with the Holy Spirit. And the, the picture he gave me, he goes, when you spend time with folks, you know, humans sometimes, you know, you can fall in love with them, you could like them, or you could get sick of them. But with the Holy Spirit, it's different. The more time, it's true though, right? The more time you spend with the Holy Spirit, the more you want to spend time with him. It's it's different. Just like the more you read the word, the hungrier you get for the word. And, you know, just let's make it legal. It took me to Psalm 84. I'm going to read it right quick in the King James Version. Just because I'm Pastor Barry's daughter. Can't get away from that. <laughs> so King James, Psalm 84, verse 2. You guys there? Okay, that's silence. Psalm 84, verse 2. Is anybody there? Okay. <laughs> I'm in the wrong sound. N- I know. Nothing humbles you like buying a new Bible. You think you know the word, and then you start with a new Bible, and you're like, I thought I knew where that was. But the thing is, you knew which fold it was. You didn't really know the address. <laughs> so that's where I am right now. New Bible. <laughs> so I'm 84 too. My soul longs, yes, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. You know, that sounds scriptural. Can any of us say we're really there where your heart cries out, your flesh yearns for him? It even gets better. I, I looked at it up on um, at the Passion Translation. And it says, deep within me are these lovesick longings, desires and daydreams of living in union with you. 
When I'm near you, my heart and my soul will sing and worship with my joyful songs of you. My true source and spring of life. It's like that's next level intimacy. When I read that, I was like, I, I don't think I feel that way. <laughs> yes, maybe in moments of worship, but day to day. But Father God will not show us something unless it's possible for us. That's where he wants us to be. Where we crave his presence. So, so as I said, intimacy builds trust. Intimacy, that's the kind of intimacy he wants us to go. And so I was like, okay, Papa. You know, as true Christians or good Christians, we say, we trust you, God. But he goes, but there are two, two absolutes, unshakable absolutes we need to have to trust him. And the first one is to know he is good. And the second one is to know we are loved, which is funny because this Sunday we sang the song, the new song from Travis Green. I was like, ah, oh, that matches up. Because <laughs> uh, I found out last Wednesday I was teaching tonight and we sang it on Sunday. I go, ah, oh, confirmation, the power of confirmation is always, <laughs> always sweet. But those are unshakables. If we don't know, and I mean know in our heart that God is good, there's no way we're surrendering to his spirit totally permeating us. Um, God is good is something we say as Christians. God is good. But tonight I want to ask you, do you have moments where you feel like, yeah, God can be good? Because we're, we, I mean, we, we're quick to say, you know, how are you doing? God is good. But in every area of our lives, no matter what's happening, do we say with confidence, God, you're good. And as I was preparing this, I felt like this would be a good place. Like I said, this is going to be interactive for us to let the Holy Spirit talk to us. And I want you to close your eyes. Relax. It's safe in here. And I want you to ask. So repeat after me. You can do it under your breath. You can do it out loud. Father God, I might believe in a lie about your goodness to me. Now in this questions, Holy Spirit, he doesn't He's not taking time to think about it. He's going to give you an answer quick. If he said yes, hold on. If he said no, just go on loving him. If he said yes, I want you to ask him, Father God, what is the lie I'm believing? It's going to be quick. He's going to show you a lie you're believing about his goodness to you. Now I want you to ask him, when was the first time I believed the lie? Now ask him, who do I need to forgive for the entrance of this lie? A face is going to pop up, a name might come up, and here's the place where you get to choose to forgive the person. Because that forgiveness frees you, doesn't release them. From, you know, to keep on hurting you. It just releases you to receive God's healing. So I want you to forgive the person or group of people in your, just quietly. 
Now I want you to ask, Father God, what is the truth? Now, whatever truth Father God gave you, I want you to write that down or just note it for later on and continue talking to Papa about it later on. But as we were praying, I heard for somebody, because you for, um, as you forgave that person, you felt like it was like a block on your right side. I don't know if it was a, a ringing or loss of hearing on your right side. As you forgave the person, you felt a release in that. Healing removes blocks from God's blessing us. Uh, Forgiveness removes blocks. So thank you, Papa, for what you're doing. An unshakable truth, unshakable reality is that God is good. We'll go to Psalm 34, 8. It talks about, it says, the psalmist says, taste, that's intimacy, and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. That's that word, trust again. You have to trust that the God who gave you his Holy Spirit, who trusted you with his Holy Spirit, It's good. Not just good, but good to you. Amen? And not only is it good, it's a good father. I could talk about good fathers all day long because that's one, you know, you know how every Christian has one area they've tapped into? I've tapped into that one. He's a good father to me. That, nobody can convince me of that anyway. In Luke 11, 13, it was interesting that Jesus was telling his disciples, he said, if you, you guys, you earthly people, if you know how to give good gifts, how much more my Father will give you the Holy Spirit when you ask? The Holy Spirit is a good gift from a good Father. You have to trust him enough to open up and let him permeate. Permeate. Whatever that looks like in your life, let him do it right now as he's talking to you. He's, I know because he promised me. He's talking to you about areas he wants to get into. He's talking to you about areas he wants you to surrender to him. Let him do it. It's so much better. <laughs> so much better his way. He's so good. He will not embarrass you. Day to day, like I said, the past couple of weeks, I've been saying, okay, Father God, show me. Show me. Show me. Show me what it is like to trust you. So a couple of weeks ago, my sisters and I, I have three sisters. We went away. That in itself is a, is a, is a preaching in itself. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. <laughs> so <laughs> we went away, and at the beginning of the trip, it was going to be a one-week trip. I told Father God, I said, I want to have divine encounters. For every island, we stop, because we're going to stop at three islands. I want to have divine encounters, Holy Spirit. And this was supposed to be like a trust thing. The first island we got to, you know, I said it like at the beginning of the morning. Each morning, it would go to an island, and I was just, you know, having fun, looking around. And we went into a store. We got in there, and one of the sales girls, you know, was immediately drawn to, you know, four ladies who were acting always giddy. And she was like, oh, ladies. And we had this conversation, found out she was a medical student in the island there. 
talked a little bit to her. We're doing things. And as we're leaving, we're in there for like 20 minutes. As we're leaving, Father God, the Holy Spirit said, give her. And he gave me a specific amount of money to give her. And I was like, that's, that's, you know, listening to her talk, she doesn't really need money. She's, she seems like she's from a wealthy home. Father God, I could give her a little more. It's kind of embarrassing. He said, we trust in each other here? I was like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, I went over and I, you know, told her, you know, Father God wants to bless you. And, you know, just spoke to her about her, her life and the words that the Holy Spirit gave me about her life and her path in medicine. And then I go, and here's this. I mean, it was, the amount to me was so small. You know, when you give somebody like this, like you don't even want people to see how much. And she looked at it and literally jumped at me. Thank you. Thank you, auntie. When people from, you know, the islands call you auntie, that means you've just been elevated. (laughs) She was so excited. And I was like, so surprised. I walked away and Father God was like, it's not the amount. It's the obedience. I know her. I know what she needs. That blessed my heart so much because I was like, this is what it is to overflow the Holy Spirit. is to hear him and just obey and watch him bless them. When he overflows on people, watch him bless them. So that got me going. I was like, okay, good. That was good. That was good, Father God. Next island. Before we, you know, we went off for the day, because we had a two and a half hour tour, the Holy Spirit said, you know, get one of your books. I carry um, copies of a healing, little healing book by Charles Cobbs. And when the Holy Spirit prompts, I I give it out. And he said, get get one of her books today. So I was like, okay, we're going to pray for somebody for healing. In my mind, you know, because, you know, we try to guess what the Holy Spirit is doing until we learn. (laughs) So, you know, I got the book out. We're going, you know, going all over the island. And um, eventually we went on a two and a half hour tour. And I kind of knew it was going to be the tour driver at that point. But he's talking, kind of good life, you know. He's only doing this tour thing because he enjoys it. He's got a nice house in the suburbs. He's got a 65 Mustang he was talking about. I was like, this guy doesn't seem like he needs healing, Lord. <laughs> but close to the end of the tour, I was like, I need to, you know. You told me to bring this book, and I'm feeling it's for him. So I said, okay. We're getting close to the tour. I said, okay. I want, because my sisters, and my sisters are saved, so we're all on the same flow. So I said, we're going to bless you. And, you know, he looked, and I go, well, we're going to bless you with health. So I started speaking health and healing to him. And if this guy could not have, I mean, he lighted up. He goes, everything I have, I don't care about anything else I have. If I have perfect health like you're praying, I am the happiest person. He just got all excited talking about how much he wants divine health. I was praying over him, and I was like, you do know what you're doing, Holy Spirit. But the funny thing is, we got so excited, prayed for him for health and all. And as I was going, as we left, I go, I forgot to give him the book. <laughs> and of course, you know, the enemy at that point is like, ah, oh, it's all messed up. And the Holy Spirit was like, trust me that I'll complete what I started in him. And just this last couple of weeks, like I said, it's been really, really fascinating to hear the Holy Spirit just saying the word trust. Trust. Trust me. It might look different in your life, in your everyday life. Trust it. No matter what it sounds like, by the way, just do it. It might seem silly. If Do it. That's how you get to know 
pe- you know, people. When you hang out with somebody, hang out with people long enough, you get to know them. Like if you're married or you have a roommate, you guys could be across a room and you hear somebody telling a story. You guys can look at each other without words. You know what you're thinking. You know what the person is thinking. You know what the person likes. That's from spending time with the person. That's from doing things with the person. That's what the Holy Spirit wants. For us to be filled by him, we have to engage with him and do things with him. So that when you walk into a place, you go, I know what the Holy Spirit will want to do right now. Just enjoy that time of connection. Enjoy that time of knowing him. Enjoy that time of doing things with him. Stepping out and doing things with him. Um, The second absolute, he said, is we have to know he loves us. It's... You know, one of the first scriptures we memorize, even before we get saved, everybody knows the scripture in John 3.16. And the Holy Spirit was saying, it's so easy sometimes for us to say, for God so loved the world. But how many of us can really say, for God loves me? Say it and, and feel like, yep, that's true. Because we know the Holy Spirit knows everything about us. He knows our thoughts. He knows what we do, what we don't do. But can we say, Holy Spirit, I know you know me and you like me. And Father God was saying, unless we get to that place where we know he loves us, it's going to be tough to surrender to him and let him totally fill us. Let him so fill us with overflow. So I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm listening. I'm listening. You love me. You like me. Well, I thought I was getting it. And then yesterday morning, I was doing my devotions and Part of my devotions I do, I do confessions for myself, my kids, my husband. And I got to my kids part. It's a part where I confess Psalm 91. Over the um, bits of Psalm 91, I got to verse 11. And it says, you know, angels keep charge over them. Keep them in all their ways. And when I got to that part, the Holy Spirit says, change that from their angels keeping uh, watch over them. Change it to mighty angels. I was like, oh, okay. But I knew he wanted me to pay attention to that. So I changed it, I mean, to my phone. I put in mighty in front of it. Yeah, moved on. Last night, my 17-year-old, some of you know him, Deji, was driving to the union with my 13-year-old, Z. And um, <laughs> normally when he, go, when he drives off, I go, text me, let me know. Tracy's like, I can't believe Deji's driving. Because <laughs> Tracy probably changed his diaper here. <laughs> but I normally have them text me when they get places, right? So around 8 o'clock, I realized, I should have been there an hour and a half ago. So I texted them. I was like, boys, are you guys at church? And my 13-year-old goes, oh, actually, Deji goes, yeah. Didn't daddy tell you? I was like, no, daddy didn't tell me. So what I, I thought he meant, didn't daddy tell you we got to church? Well, they came back at night, and I go, why didn't you guys text me? I was just giving them a hard time. He goes, Daddy didn't tell you? And my husband looks at me and goes, they didn't tell you? I go, what are we talking about? 
And they proceed to tell me. <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, mom, you know, it was raining when I was, you know, we're coming to church. And as I got off 66, got on, you know, merged onto 66, he goes, I spun out. He goes, I spun out. And I, when it was done, I was facing oncoming traffic. He's saying this, and I'm sitting there just like this. The cool thing about it is, even if I didn't hear the Holy Spirit tell me to change it to mighty angels, I know he would have protected them. But the cool thing about it was the peace, total peace I had when he was telling the story. Because without that peace, it would have been like, that's the last time you're driving. That's the last time you're leaving the house. That's the last time I'm entrusting my 13-year-old to you. I mean, but none of that happened because in the morning here that he told me, you have mighty angels protecting you. And then I asked the, the cool thing, I, my 13-year-old goes, you know, it's funny, nobody hit us. I'm like, <laughs> he goes, the cars were just going by. And so I go, so did you, did you freak out? Were you scared? They both go, no, we weren't scared. Just that is what overflowing with the spirit of God would do. I was like, ah, I do. You know what? Just one word. Because when he said, put mighty in front of the angels, I, I got a picture of it. When they started telling me the story about them facing oncoming traffic in 66, I got the picture. I saw the mighty angels protecting them. I was like, ah, yeah, I do. I do trust you. I do trust you. So as I'm saying this right now, I'm, I'm seeing, when I say I'm seeing, I'm seeing different people saying, well, there are parts of my life where I need to trust you like this. And Father God withholds nothing good from his kids. As he's talking, Holy Spirit is talking right now, he's saying, trust me, trust me. You know, people say, oh, it's a little voice. The Holy Spirit's voice is not little, actually. It's not little. We think it's little because we don't, we don't quiet ourselves enough to hear him. The more we listen, the more we realize. It's not, it's not a small, still voice now. So right now, the, what you're hearing, trust. Trust the Holy Spirit that he's put inside of you. He's speaking to you right now. Whatever that area is that he's saying, I want to come in and take over. Say yes. Say yes, Holy Spirit. Um, okay, we'll do that later. The Holy Spirit is speaking. <laughs> so what does it look like in my everyday? What it looks like is trusting that God is good. Trusting that he loves me. Listening more to the Holy Spirit. And watching him. Overflow through me. The next thing he said. To trust. Is to trust the body of Christ. That was. That, that one took me back. And he said. My body. That is you. He's talking about you. Is filled with, my Holy, with the Holy Spirit also. He says. My body. Okay, the, Rafa studied it, but healing is happening right now. 
The Holy Spirit is not only speaking, but he's touching places in your body that need to line up with the finished work of the cross. I thank you, Papa, for what you're doing right now. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're doing. Thank you, Jesus, for the finished work. Thank you, Jesus, for you allowed yourself to be brutalized so we could be whole. It's not a still, small voice. You can hear the Holy Spirit talking to you clearly, saying, receive. It is a part of your body you need wholeness for. Receive. That's that's it. That's all he's saying. Receive. Yeah. The next area he said we should trust is trust the body. Trust the body of Christ. And the first thing he, he actually showed me was like impartation. When we come together like this, it's not just teaching. Impartation happens. And the cool thing he showed me about impartation, he says, it's a special grace that he gives you where you bypass a process. You catch something the person has already caught. Some people, you know, fast and pray and then they catch a revelation. But sometimes when they're sharing, catch it by impartation. So another way you can be filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit is to catch something somebody else has caught. I mentioned before the Holy Spirit class. Terry was teaching at the training center. And I remembered from that class, I was like, my goodness, Father God, it seems like you speak to Terry through anything. And I go, I want that. I want that. And the next day, you know, you know how you can pray for something. Right at that moment, it's like, the next day, <laughs> I had dropped my youngest off at a class. He normally takes the class in the, so one of the traditional churches. So I was sitting in the parking lot. And I was just looking away, and I looked up at the roof, and I saw this. It was like a one single rod. It looked like a lightning rod. I go, that's weird. That used to be a cross. What happened to the cross? They changed the cross to like a lightning rod. And the Holy Spirit says, move a little bit. I moved a fraction. And I saw a little bit more of it. And the more I looked, the more I realized I was just in the wrong spot. The cross was still there. It was not a light, lightning rod. And the Holy Spirit said, I never move. I never leave you. You just need to change your perspective. See through me. And when that happened, I was like, I caught it. The Holy Spirit is talking to me through anything. And since then, I can find roadkill on the road and I'll get a teaching from the Holy Spirit. I was like, that's some true impartation. So, if you want to be overflowing like that, it's, I mean, we can be in the car and I'll start talking to my kids or my husband and they're like, Wow, so I guess anything preaches, I go, that's it. That was something I caught. So, I mean, the Holy Spirit can overflow through you, through, him, uh, through that. Just catch, catch, catch from impartation. When you come to a gathering like this, it's not just another Wednesday night. It's not just another Wednesday night. I mean, what's the point having a boring life when we can have an exciting life with the Holy Spirit? 
So when you come to, I mean, no matter where it is, catch. Catch what the Holy Spirit is giving out. And, you know, the other thing he said is also the body. The body speaks life to one another, especially in the church like this. You could be here on a Sunday just feeling any kind of way, and somebody will come read your meal to you and give you a promise that will just speak life into you. And those words, they are words that you need because life is more than Sunday morning and Wednesday night. We need those words out there. First um, Timothy one eighteen. actually, I think. I think it's time to go to a scripture again. Let's do that. <laughs> Talked long enough. First Timothy one eighteen says, first thing I know, I forgot to tell you guys at the beginning. Tell me to slow down when I'm talking fast. First Timothy one eighteen. This charge I commit unto you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went went before on thee, that thou by them might be a good warfare. Pretty much what he's saying is, the words you get, use them to fight because you're going to need them. So when you're in a house like this, when people give you a word, wherever, you could be reading your word, you could be watching a teaching. If you get a word that resonates inside of you, that's, you're being filled again with the Holy Spirit because the words that he speaks to you are spirit and life. Those are the things you're going to fight life with. Those are the things you're going to overflow with. So, the body of Christ, discern the body. You know, we, sometimes we talk about discerning the body and we think it's just healing. Sometimes it's discerning the body, knowing what you have in the people around of you. So he said, trust the body of Christ. And then the last thing he said is, trust that you were created in his own image. And he does want to dwell inside of you. He does want to spend time with you. He likes hanging out with you. So I was like, well... Sometimes, you know, we've walked a long way away from original design. But he goes, no. When he said, um, in Genesis 1, I'm going to go there real quick. I didn't make that reference, but I feel like we should do that. In Genesis 1, I believe it's 20. 20, let's, Let's make man in our image. 26, God bless you. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. That word image there is like model. So God, the Father, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, because it said us, they were looking at themselves when they made us. Model. Just like themselves. So we do have the capacity. We do have the capacity. They made us able not only to be filled with the Spirit, but to be overflowing with the Spirit. So trust yourself. Trust that God's not looking at you going, Mm-mm, not good enough. No. Trust he made you in his image for this very reason, so you could be filled and overflowing with him. Um, I was hoping we'd have enough time. But I feel like at this point, you know, I've been talking, and I know the Holy Spirit has been talking. I want, I want us to spend some, just a little time this evening receiving from the Holy Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit. It says in Second Timothy, I believe one six. You know, he was saying, "Stir up the gifts inside of you that was put on you by the laying on of hands." Some of us have could feel like, okay, it's been a long day, but truthfully, I've never really felt the Holy Spirit like really move. I've not felt like that uh, of the Holy Spirit for weeks, months. 
Trust that he's going to do something right now. Mr. Alex, you want to set the, the presence? If you want to come out now, we're going to lay hands on you. And I believe the Holy Spirit is going to feel, real feel you to overflowing. If you were here and you felt like, oh, how she was talking, there's an area that I do believe the Holy Spirit wants me to release. Come out too. It's only what? 30 of us here. Nobody's looking at you. Come out. Come get filled. If you feel like there's an area of healing, physical healing, because that's one thing I was promised. If you feel like it happened or you feel like it needs to happen, come out and we'll pray for you.